Welcome back to the pod where we talk about, I don't know, I was gonna, you know what I thought of today? I was like, what if we made an intro noise, but it was just slurping? No, no, people <laughs> Like someone that. drinking coffee and just slurping the coffee. I was like, can you imagine the just like hatred that that would yeah. brew? Yeah. There's like hearing just some but things I on a, a microphone. Today, that's why I yeah. said that. Coffee number two. We had an early start today. We this did. is the earliest I've woken up. When? <laughs> when? It's just funny to me because you still slept through seven alarms. Well, yeah, but I still woke up, which is surprising. I just like woke well, up. I had. And I was making coffee because I, I gave up. I was like, she, he, he, yeah. he promised me three times yesterday because I asked multiple times, like, are you sure you're going to be up? He's like, of course. Yes, I'll be up. We will leave at 6.30. I was like, okay, direct quote, we are going to leave. Like, for sure, leave at 6.30 so I don't re- have to rearrange my plans. It passes 6.30 this morning, and I'm like, okay. So. Well, see, for some reason, I I don't know if I slept through. I had a 6 a.m. alarm, and I got up to a 6.18 alarm, so I guess it snoozed like three times. Uh-huh, yep. I, was up for all I turned that off and I was like, okay, we're leaving at 6.30. Like, she'll wake me up No. in, in uh, 12 minutes. And then, like, just, I, told I just got I like, up and it was, up. it was 6.43. No alarm or anything. And you were just... Making coffee. Yeah. In, in and quote, I was like, I, I, guess I, I have changed my plans. <laughs> but I we had. left at 7, so I was 30 minutes late, but... We still went. We went Late. on a, like a walk run out at a new new trail we haven't been to. It was good. And it was not super hot. Like the water chilled off the area a little bit, which was good. Cause is that the Chattahoochee River next to it or is it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Chattahoochee. All right. That's like the big one that goes Isn't there like a song like way down south in the Chattahoochee? No, I don't listen to that kind of music. No. okay so college football kicks off today so we have a few little pre-game questions for you okay before we get into like our actual discussion today question number one are we gonna go to a football game this year in one of the sec schools i don't know i feel like if we were gonna go to one i'd probably go to auburn Interesting. I was going to say UGA, but... Yeah, well, I don't know. I'd probably go to another UGA game. I just think they're so... Like, it's just amazing. Because now, granted, KU sold out their stadium a few times. They're making some big upgrades, you know, whatever. But... The atmosphere is just very different. It's so different. Like, uh, the flood of red when we were going to our seats that was just coming from wherever the heck it was coming from. Wow. I was like... Oh my gosh, this is very different. Yeah. And it's funny because, I mean, where I grew up, like tailgating, that sort of stuff, like that didn't really happen. We were four hours away from Denver. Like we weren't going to, I didn't really go tailgate like a Denver Broncos game. So when I went to KU, it seemed like there were a lot of tailgaters and now the stadium wasn't always super full, but I mean. 
and that's what like the big thing at like KU's like they'll all go to all the houses around mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll tailgate, but then no one actually goes to the game because it's hot and the team's not very good. So, but we're hoping that turn it turned yeah. itself around a little bit last year. This but is, I guess that leads into my next question: How good do you think KU's going to be this year? Oh man, I think they go to a bowl game. You think so? But I don't. KU think have they... to make an early decision what bowl are they going to oh my gosh that's so dude i don't even know what they are because they have all of them so we'll, we'll say oh, man what uh what they go to the fiesta bowl last year um the Memphis. state farm uh the alamo bowl the alamo bowl yeah we'll go with you that know one. i love bowl season I think it's so fun. Like the TV, it just, the vibes. Cause it's like around the holiday season and it's just probably like with the football, with the football, with football, just always being on the television. Like I just love that time of year. That would be, it was like Christmas last year. We were watching like TCU and Georgia. Yeah. Yep. Cause we were with my family when the, just the national championship games were happening. Yeah, I think it like wild. Well, we went to one like Hamilton and then mm-hmm. football. I don't, I don't know like what days were which or if those were the same night. They were different nights. Yeah, no idea. Because Hamilton, we got back pretty late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yes, college football and then NFL football kicks off in two weeks. I think like twelve days. So they have this days. week. We should make sure we're going to get a countdown clock. Okay. Like, yeah. that's going to be your Valentine's Day present because that should be, like, right after the Super Bowl. And it's going to be a countdown clock till to the next season. start of the year. Mm-hmm. That sounds good to me. I like that. <laughs> Can you imagine it's on your desk? Countdown? Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be really funny. Oh, man. Yeah, no it's people. the off season. How many days? Oh, there's 186 more days. <laughs> there's 104 days of oh. no football season. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay, but something we've been talking about a lot this week, it's because I was reading um, The Summer I Turned Pretty, which I started reading so I could watch the Netflix, Amazon Prime movie. I didn't love. I didn't love probably because I already read the book and I visioned the boys differently and like some of the things that they changed and I didn't really agree with the changes and so just not really into the show but I did like the books and I brought up the question to you because I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you here okay Okay. it was some of the worst acting I've seen in a show (laughs) and I didn't even watch it it's a very popular show well it was terrible like within five minutes I was like this is just not (laughs) worth watching it's terrible I was I was in the kitchen I was cleaning the kitchen when she turned it on and like I was like, oh sweet, I don't have to watch this. This is like, I'm I'm going to the room. Yeah, it was it was not not the best. But yeah, you've actually been absolutely grinding on the on the Kindle slash iPad this week. iPad kid, yeah. But anywho, so I was okay. reading these books because I finished all three of them this week. So yes, have been grinding. And she's having, like, this internal conflict because she has these two brothers. And one of them she's, like, super passionate about just, like, 
thinks that they are a match made in heaven and the other one's just like consistent like he's always there he's dependable and it's like wait, he's wait, my best wait. friend they're not her brothers right no oh no. Yeah, that makes way more sense <laughs> <laughs> not her brothers okay not a family just a set of brothers their their moms are best friends oh uh, okay does that make you feel better yeah okay <laughs> anywho and so i i posed a question to you earlier this week would you rather have a relationship that's full of passion or one that's consistent and dependable yeah and f your answer <laughs> you could tell us what was your oh. answer okay um I think, what did I tell you? Like, you, you go, said the consistent and dependable one, if you, if you forgot. I, I, I don't think that. I don't think I said that. You did, because you said I wouldn't want the risk of the passionate one. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, if, if, you, got, if you got a homie just always, always there for you and, like, like, taking care of you, like, that's, like, long-term who you're going to want to be with. Yeah. Now... Then I asked you the question of what do you think at this moment in time we are? And you said the consistent one. Yeah, yeah. I think our relationship's much more like consistent and dependable. And so the next question is how would you define passion? Oh my goodness. say like passion is just like how like deeply like rooted you like see or view something or what what you would be willing to do for that thing because like some people are like very passionate about like fantasy football yeah absolutely or like really awful stuff like you know like following rules or whatever yeah you know? like like if you or speeding you're like an yeah. awful person to so like that's just kind of weird yeah and i think a lot of romance novels and just the culture around relationships usually wants to view passion as this like euphoric feeling that unless you have are in like this high dopamine state throughout your entire relationship then like you're not the match because you're not constantly like head over heels for this person, like pining after each other. You just reach like this, like super high, high. And yeah. then that's like what it has to be all the time. So if you're not there, then like the relationship sucks, move on, find someone else. And as I was thinking about, okay, well, what does passion mean to me? If I'm passionate about something, it means that I'm willing to be so consistent with it and because of how much I care about it, that, even through like the problems or the obstacles that arise, like I'm willing to push through that because I care about it so much. And that doesn't mean that you're like in la la land for the entire time because you're bound to like hit a wall at some point, you know, in anything you do, whether it's you're passionate about fantasy football or you're passionate about writing books or sports or running or whatever it may be like just because you're going through something hard doesn't mean 
that there's not passion that like because you're not in this euphoric state doesn't mean that you're not passionate about each other because we were started discussing about like okay well is our relationship like passionate like okay maybe not in the like I get butterflies every time I see you because we live in the same apartment. <laughs> but I think we are passionate because we're willing to stick with it, like no matter what like, comes our way. You'd like, you know, if like we were in like San Francisco and New York City, and like I flew across the country to take you to dinner and flowers you know, like you'd be like oh my gosh he's so passionate or whatever but yeah like, but that's like to me like like a romantic thing but like obviously like we live in a two-bedroom apartment like we're yeah. <laughs> not doing that um so like you're saying this can confusing like i think it's easy to mix like up heavy romance yeah. with like because i think the I guess Hollywood vibes of it is like you want this relationship where you're just always on fire and not so much the relationship that's consistent. But after thinking about it this week, I would much more prefer the relationship that's consistent because at the end of the day, like a hit of dopamine just because you're have something for a moment that feels really good is not going to get you very far. And I was listening to a podcast yesterday that was interesting talking about dopamine and just like how younger people typically go in and out of relationships a lot more because once the newness phase fades, they don't want it's it's no longer giving off as much like they don't get as much dopamine from the relationship, so they typically leave looking for something better. But more mature relationships, they're willing to, to stick it out. Now, do you think more girls or more guys do the kind of like, oh, like, I'm just not feeling the vibes anymore. Like, it's time to go on to the next one. I'm not 100% confident in this answer, but I would probably go with girls because I think we have this idea of this feeling we have to have all the time. And when we're not feeling that, it's like this, this can't be what it's supposed to be. Like it can't be hard. Yeah. And any relationship. And I think that's something I've had to think about a lot as we've been married is like when it's hard or just like dull, you're just like, I really just don't want to hang out with you tonight. Like I just need to have a break. I think those days are good too, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, is there a reason why? And it's like, no, it's just like part of life. Like you're not. And people definitely need space. I think reading a lot of like stuff of like older couples is like they will, they understand that. And just like sometimes they need like a day break. It's not that they don't want to see you. It's just like. They need to recharge their batteries. Yeah. Especially if you're pretty introverted. Which you are. Um, <laughs> yes. But just to kind of go back to, you know, your question. Do you feel like there's like a societal pressure for... To me, I feel like it's more women. But that's just kind of what I see online. Of like not wasting youth 
I do think so. Where and the I, the years of like twenty to like twenty nine are like your prime, I guess. And yeah. And I do think it's like that, and I think it's because of the like sex appeal around it. Like you have to, in your youth, you have this appeal to you. That, I mean, I've always personally like looked forward to getting older and just the wisdom in aging and the experience. But I think that, yeah, as a society, as a like societal norm, women are pushed more to a like be younger. Yeah. Like with the, what, like whether it's, I mean, we talked about what percent of self-made women get plastic have surgery to have some yeah. sort of or like botox yeah some stuff, sort of yeah. physical maintenance thing to like keep up where i wouldn't know i mean i don't know the percentage either way of like which way that swings but it is really interesting why that and you know like when like some female celebrities get older it's like oh like they had this thing done or this thing done but like almost like all of the dudes in Hollywood also like are getting work done, but like no, no, no one, one mentions it. it. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, Tom Cruise is 65 years old with, uh, like <laughs> super dark Brown hair. He's like got complete fake teeth. It's the jeans. Yeah. He's got really good. Um, jeans. <laughs> he hasn't aged in 30 years. It's amazing. Now, I mean, uh, what was that? He definitely aged in, in Top Gun Maverick, I guess. He's, yeah, but, but not to but like. But Mission the Impossible, Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, probably not. Which still need to go see. I thought about us going last night, but then I just don't really feel like going. It tanked in the box office, so it'll be out on streaming soon. So you know, we'll, we'll save a little <laughs> money. But back to the conversation, I guess. Um, like, why does that? You you obviously feel like there's a stronger pull, but uh, I mean, I, I guess we kind of talked about it, but it's just like different because like, I think like with like dudes, like you kind of hit your 30s and like 35 and then that's like, you know, prime money making years and everything. Like yeah. That's like the prime might be a little older and longer. But then there's the kind of, I, I guess it's called the honeymoon phase, right? Yeah. Like yeah. at the beginning like of relationships. And that's like the best time to like talk to friends when they're like in that, like they just met a girl or whatever. And, and they're and just they, like, she's like yeah, the best thing yeah. ever. Are you not saying that about me to your friends? Not anymore. <laughs> like the honeymoon phase has ended, you know? Um and it's freaking annoying. <laughs> that's that's never been said. Um, but Only you thought yeah, sure, <laughs> but you do get that of like relationships that will just like burn really bright. They'll be seeing each other every day, and then mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, like actually, like we have to go live our lives outside of this. I don't know if we're gonna work together. Yeah, as much because you. And I was also thinking about this just in the, like, how this idea of passion versus consistency also relates just to a, like, life thing. Because I think right now it's also really big of, like, 
living your life to the fullest and being adventurous and spontaneous and everything. And although that is fun and that does bring a lot of memories, and I think, I mean, you shouldn't just, you know, go to work, like make every day so routined. But also I think there's so much growth that happens when you have a routine that you can't really build something great if you don't have a structure around it. And I want, like, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on, like, what do you think the balance would be of, like, having a consistent, structured life versus one that's spontaneous, where, like, you know, you you don't live for that kind of structure. Yeah, uh, if you're keep continuously, like, trying or doing new things, and it's, like, kind of like what, I mean, we just were experimenting doing new things, and then you, like... But like playing an instrument or buying multiple instruments and trying to like learn them to all play mm-hmm. at once, like you're never gonna get like good at one of them. Yeah, could you? So look so a, if for, from what you're saying of like like kind of like passion being like just a like a deep rooted like love of something you're willing to put in time and I guess consistency. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a daily thing. So if I was going to learn how to play the guitar, which, you know, I can't do currently, probably won't ever be able to do. That's not true. You could learn. I do it. not have the passion to you learn how to play. To yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're going to play that every day or I, I mean, I guess more so like either with health, fitness, running, um, you have to have a passion for that to continue to do it. Cause some people can do it. Yeah. And it's not so much like, the passion. I think we want to view it as, is like the euphoria feeling, but more of that consistent, the more deep of the, love, you know, yes. like I want to, you know, which is what I think like marriage is about because we're not going to constantly be in a state of euphoria. Like we're not going to be like head over heels for each other just waiting till I can see you again because like we work like five feet apart (laughs) and so it's more of just like that deep rooted dependability and I mean I think love is such a hard word to define and it's very different for almost yeah everyone because what we we were talking like last week but like some people view it as very transactional where they're not willing to give more than they get. Yeah. And it'll be like, oh, it's 50-50 if you're willing to give 50, you know, like a business deal. (laughs) But sometimes it can be like, you know, you have to work a lot this week. Like, you know, I will take care of all the chores and walk all the dogs and, you know, Oh, here, I did the shopping list this week kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, going above and beyond what she would normally do and then expecting nothing in return. Yeah. Um, And I think that's just because you are passionate about that person, but not in the way we want to view it from, like, like the romance novel passion. Like, oh, wow, we're just so in love with you. I just want to please you all the time. 
and I just, and I think that's an interesting way to think about life too. Cause sometimes I'm like, we need to be more like spontaneous, like, you know, go on a date on just a random day or go take a random trip or something. But also I don't think either of us one like that sort of lifestyle because we like structure. And also I think going back to what I said originally, like that structure is what helps. I mean, maybe not everyone, but it does help you grow a lot. Like you, it's hard to like your guitar example. You're not going to get good if you're just playing once a month or, picking yeah, but, it up. But if you, you play daily, but so yeah. just like almost having that consistency and that willingness to go back every day, just creates such a nice foundation. Yeah. Building block. And I think that's really important. Even mm-hmm. just like in, in a relationship too, like uh, some people, when they get to work every day, they'll send their wife or significant other, like a, I love you message kind yeah. of thing. Or, you know, for me, it's making you a coffee in the afternoon. After you get my, I yeah, you know, messages. I had to get a couple of reminders this week, but, but for the most part, you know, I yeah. try sometimes. Yeah. I just think it's easy to get caught up in what these, like, it's a great idea. You know, it's a great idea to just live life so wild and crazy. You know, it sounds fun from the outside. But I think it's so easy to get caught up in like, oh, that a, a romance that's just like where you just feel like you're on fire all the time. Like that's what you got to go after. And I think it's it's so easy to get caught up that these ideas are are what makes life. And I just don't know if that that always holds true. Yeah, especially if they're just bouncing around because, you know, with that, like people, they might not actually be growing. Or yeah. improve, building well, something if, better for if them. It's, if it's something that's really unstable, too. Like, you know, you just have, like, this burning passion, but then it, it like, has a sharp downhill, and then, you know, you're up again, and then down again, like, crashing again. That just... That's a lot of, like, emotional trauma right there that would get rather exhausting. And so I don't know if that's the... And, you know, this week as I was thinking about this question and how it related to my book, I was like, I don't know if I'd want the relationship where, okay, yeah, it might feel good for a little bit, but, I mean, that's that just doesn't feel like it'd get me far enough to where it'd be worth it. Just for that moment, like, no. And the Nick Bear podcast that I listened to yesterday about dopamine brought up how, like, if you buy a new car, It sounds so good, so fun, such an amazing feeling. And then you have the car and it's no longer cool or amazing or something fun. Then payments start. And yeah, and it's just like, oh oh, man, like my last car car got better gas mileage, different stuff. And, um, you know, regret can kind of start to sink in pretty easily there. And it's just easy, I think, to get caught up in all of that. Like, w- oh, I just want this so bad. It would make my life so much better. We've done that a couple of times over the last year of like, oh, we, should get, we, we should get a new car. Yeah. And then every time like, like nah. two weeks later, we're just like, man, but like, 
ours are like pretty solid, you know. They're working. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want a car payment yet. We'll wait. We'll, <laughs> let's wait till one of them fail, and then we yeah. can get it. Start a car payment. But just to kind of close out here, I, I I don't want you to give any spoilers because you know, plugged a book that you really liked. Can you give some hints on? kind of what the choice was or like what happened or she chose one i don't know if this is how the show goes but i'm just going off the books she chose one and then the other one came around she went with the other one okay so the other one just kind of waited yeah oh so i'm gonna i'm pretty confident i know which one let me use my prediction skills you can use here your prediction skills yeah. <laughs> okay you, you predict <laughs> So happily ever after, though. Yes, they did live happily ever after, I think. That's a great story. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us today. And catch us back next week for who knows what we'll talk about. (laughs) Bye.